Howdy, howdy. Again. Woo, is that not incredibly cool? Amen. I don't know. Is that not incredibly cool? Thanks, guys. As the kids shuffle out, I want to set the night up. I'm going to be brief up here because I want to keep this the journey going, the momentum going. But I would be remiss if I didn't bring back the past couple of weeks where we've been talking about gifts. And man, we're celebrating the gift, right? And sometimes I believe us as a body or folks that believe in this guy named Jesus Christ, we maybe sometimes have the tendency to forget just how big that is. That we have this Creator that has blown life into us on purpose. And when He blew life into us on purpose, He blew particular abilities and skills and talents and gifts into us on purpose. And we have learned over the past couple of weeks that that word is charisma. Remember, we rolled the red carpet out last week if y'all are with us. Wasn't that fun? I mean, we literally rolled out red carpet. If you weren't there, you missed it. There were so many paparazzi around. It was crazy. I'm still having trouble seeing And it really wasn't for us, but it was for the Jesus in us. And so that's what I want us to go back to our mooring, the the verse that we've been hanging on for a couple of weeks. It's in 1 Peter. If you want to grab it real quick, you can. It's in 1 Peter. It's in chapter 4 and it's verse 10. So as you plop your screen out and find it, Peter's the guy that we've been hanging out with for a little while as well. We learned last week, you know, that when we rolled the red carpet out, that this guy Peter, that he was on the scene for a whole lot of things that Jesus did. All 37 of his miracles. And yet he still ran. And so sometimes we as believers can say, well, I would never do that. You know, you ever had that happen, you know, whenever, like when we were little bitty guys and somebody would get in a fight in school? Well, if that dude had said that to me, I'd have whooped him. We wouldn't have done that. We we talk so big when no one else is around. But Peter ran, but he also said these words here. He said, God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. We found out that the word spiritual gifts is charisma and, and that to serve one another is the same word that we see a lot of times in Scripture when you see the word ministry. It's diakoneo. And it literally means that that we are a people that are collecting things in and you are distributing them back out as people have need. But the number one thing that you're doing, gang, is that you are giving yourself first. You have to let that sink in. That before I give anything at all, that I want to give myself first to the gift. And so it made us take pause last week when we saw this guy Peter who not too long ago in the days, 50, ran. Ran when a maybe 13 to a 15 year old girl said, you're with them. But here we find him that he's up and he's talking. And so we even ask ourselves, at what point did Peter accept 
the gift. And you remember we ask ourselves that? And we said, you know, and that's when, if you'll remember, if you were there, I was making an analogy, an illustration where a lot of times people will come up to us and say, wow, Pat, did you know that you had this particular skill? Did you know that you have this joy and this patience and this kindness that just surpasses? And, and a lot of times we'll go, no, I don't have that. I, don't, I, I wish I did, but I don't. And deep, deep down, down in there, we really believe that we do. But someone has told us that we can't accept that. And that illustration that we used last week is that I would take the water bottle and I was drinking it, but it, I wouldn't open my mouth. And it just washed all over me. And so the other illustration before we get ready for baptism here is like, think of it this way. Whenever someone, whenever we talk about Christmas presents, I, my mind goes back to when I was a little bitty guy. And I got my first real bicycle. Man, I was in Tullahoma. I woke up that morning and there's this Pinto bicycle. Dang. It was yellow. Yeah, it was really yellow. And I said, I'm okay with that. That's kind of frightening, but I'm okay with that. It's my own bicycle. And it had this black seat on it with yellow stripes down it and it had the raised up handlebars. You guys can probably remember that, right? And it had the black grips on it. And man, I just looked at it and went, wow. Santa is so stinking cool. I've got a Pinto bicycle. No one's got one of those on the neighborhood. And so I wheeled it outside. And it would be like me wheeling it outside. And all the neighborhood boys come up and they go, Look at that. I go, yeah. Isn't that a great gift? And they, they, they say, yeah, can I ride it? And I go, no. <laughs> no. No, you can't ride it. I haven't even ridden it. But I'm looking at it. That's a great gift. Does it go fast? I don't know. I've, I've never ridden it. Well, can you do wheelies with it? And you, you start to go, uh, dude, I just told you I haven't ridden it. So you see where I'm going? The gift becomes the gift, and you know that it's a gift when you get on it and you ride it. I didn't know how fast that bicycle was until I got on it, man, and I went down that hill and I took my feet off the pedals and go, oh my word, I hope I can stop this thing. Then I got back and the boy said, how's the gift? It's great. It's incredible. It's awesome. You want to ride? I'll share with you. That's what you're teaching people. How to share your gift with others so they'll start learning how to share their gift with others. That's why they're getting in the water. You see, because there, it, I believe it now more than ever, that there is a people that when they live enough life with you, and they are because they're starting to ask questions. And I don't believe it's too much different from Mike and Sloan and me and whoever has said yes 
that at some point you were living enough life with someone where the question came out. What must I do to be saved? Or you've said it this way, I want what you have. There's something, I don't know, what is it? Because they're seeing a people that aren't faking it out there in the world. And so there, and, and you know that question was actually asked to Peter, the guy that we've been talking about for the past few weeks. The one that ran when one girl said, you are with him. Peter started to realize he let the old self die. That's what they're going to do when they get in the water. The old Simon, that was his name, started to die. And the boys ask him this question because see, 50 days later, Peter stands up and he's telling everybody who this guy Jesus is. And the next thing he knows, he's got 3,000 looking at him and saying this, what must we do now, brother? Listen to what he says. It's in Acts. It's in chapter 2 and it's in 38. And Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so sometimes I believe that, especially any of us that have walked through these halls before, we forget what the meaning of these words are. We forget the meaning of the word saved and we forget the meaning of the word for, for grace and we forget and we need to have to be recalled about what the word believe means in salvation. And so you even here's the litmus test. If someone came up to you right now and said, describe to me what salvation is, would you tremble in your boots? Or would you immediately speak and have 3,000 come? Or if someone said, man, explain save. I hear you say that a lot. What does that mean? Save from what and who? Would you tremble in your boots? Or would you speak and have 3,000 come? Peter spoke. I, I, I did a little paraphrase for it. You want me to give it to you? Huh? I'm going to. Here it comes. Here's, here's what he's saying. Here is what he is saying. He's saying, look, God is saying that he desires for us to change our mind and how to gain acceptance to him. That we have been mistaken thinking that we could do it. So it's time to turn to God through Jesus Christ and allow ourselves to be immersed, to be overwhelmed in the name of Jesus. That we are released, that we have been pardoned from everything now and forever. It's as if it never happened. And then we bring into ourselves the acceptance of the gift. Grace. Caris. And by doing so, we won't reject, we won't refuse the gift of Him through the Holy Spirit. You see, I think sometimes for us, the first step after we say yes is the acceptance of the gift of knowing that I can use my gifts for Him. And when you release yourself in that, your life will never be the same. So where is Mike Sloan? You guys go ahead and get ready. Here's what I want us to do as they go back and start getting ready.
is that I want you just for a second to think about your gift. And how this will go down, this is what I want us to do, is that even as they're getting ready, if there's anyone here tonight that even after that we have sang and that we have prayed, and that maybe, just maybe, you swallowed the wrong Jesus. Maybe you swallowed one that said that you've got to look this way, you've got to be this way in order to be accepted. Then you swallowed the wrong one. You see, Jesus wants you to be you. And He wants you to stand on the acceptance of what He has done. Not what you could ever do. And so if you swallow that Jesus, we got room in the water for you tonight. So I want to pray over us. The game's going to come up and we'll start playing. When they come out, guys, I want us up and around. Because you see, I believe that when Jesus got in the water for the first time and others followed in the river, that it was a beautiful scene. People weren't sitting in seats. They were accepting life. They were accepting a new way. And they were not sitting on their hands. And so when they come up and out of the water and on the bank, it will simulate this. That as they come up and out, that there was a family waiting on them to embrace them in this. Let's do that. So Sloan will probably be the first one in. And I want those that are living life with her a lot to be the closest to the, to the front, to the edge, okay? And then everyone else surrounding. We're going to give her a chance to say anything that she wants to and to share. Then Mike will be next. And those that are living life with Mike will be right up there next to it. He'll have a chance to say something. And after we do that, then I'm going to come and we're going to close, close down afterwards because I want to remind us of what we have just done. All right? Let me pray for us. Father, this is a beautiful time. Lord, it's because that You are the one that came up with this. Lord, as You were blowing things into life and being on purpose, that You knew that the day was coming that there would be Sloan and Mike that would get in the water. But Father, before they got in the water, they said yes. And that Father, that we get to live life with each other. That we as part of the body with You as the head, as You just leading us, get to serve You with our incredible gifts that You have done so. So Father, we look forward to this time and this celebration and, and just ask that we all get out of each other's way and let You have Your way. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Alright, let's go ahead and get up and welcome them, welcome them in.